you want to go? You want to do it, Scott? Do you want to do it, Scott? That sounded like you wanted to fight me. Go on, Scott. We love it. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, go on, Scott. Introduce I sexually, ha- sexually harass him. Introduce the show, Scott. It'll be easier if we just start. Oh, oh let me start for this you. Feels, I feel pressured into this guy. <laughs> well, welcome to the Sunnyside Podcast Show. I feel dirty. Show like no, that. No, no, that would be silly. I'd love to do an ASMR episode though. PJ in one ear, Ron in the other. Who <laughs> <laughs> did ASMR recently and got like headlines for it? Cardi B. Car- oh yeah, she did it for the. Is it the Washington? Uh, no, the Atl- is it the Atlantic? There's some. There's some YouTube channel that is also a, quite a big online magazine that get famous people in to the do Atlantic, ASMR. Is Atl- it the Atlantic? It maybe, but the Atlantic does that yeah. kind of thing. I think. So they they've had they had Cardi B. They had Audrey Aubrey. Audrey, Aubrey, Pla- Aubrey, 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 Aubrey Plaza. They had. Uh, now, the I'm saying Cardi B like I know who she is. I, Cardi B is a singer. She's a rapper, is she not? Rapper. She's a rapper. A rapper. Um, apparently she's very, very popular. Very um, popular. But somehow has not penetrated my radar. Have you? I mean, I always talk. I think I've mentioned this at least two or three times in the show. But the episode, I, the I've been watching Netflix now has all the the for a series of Victoria Wood as seen on TV, mm-hmm. and I've been watching that, including the episode where the three or four people in a flat are sitting around going, the the who are John Paul Ted uh, are John Paul uh, George and Ringo who are they? the the Beatles anyone any no, anyone heard of the Beatles no 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 nope nope no idea that's you <laughs> well <laughs> Carly B who's Carly. She's Cardi, Cardi. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, whatever. I mean, I'm the same. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm not any different. I'm the same. That's what we. The thing is, I, I'm more aware of her being mentioned on Twitter than actual. But, but I've not. I don't think heard any of her music. Do you listen to the radio? Who uh, listens no. to the radio? That's what I mean. No one listens to the. You don't listen. To, you listen to your own bubble of stuff. There's, yeah, the stuff you like is what you can. I, tr- I try my to. best to kind of um, you know stay abreast of these things, but hi. Well, how do you do that? Generally, do you stay abreast I, of I stuff? open up Apple Music and I I play the new music mix. Okay, all right. Is there a new? Okay, you know, it, it offers me a new music mix. Every no, week. I don't want it. I don't. That doesn't sound like something I want to do. No, you, know, you want you want old music mix. Yeah. Well, it also gives you your favorites and says, "Here's a here's your favorites. Play these." Oh yeah, I like those. Um, but not not someone else's favorites. No, no, no. <laughs> Just your favorites. I want to hear. I want to hear the same things that I listen to over and over again. Oh, until I, was I find like one album that's like, all right, that one can go in. And then that one will get listened to a little bit and will get put into the rotation. What's the oldest music you would listen to that you haven't, like, you would go, this is, like, comfort listening. What is comfort listening to you that's really old? Um, For me, it's, like, Mozart and stuff. So yeah, I, like, <laughs> is that old enough? <laughs> no, I, mean, I mean, stuff that you would have listened to when you were 14 or 15. Yeah, that, for me, it's, like, Mozart and oh, stuff. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's, 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 that's I have, like, quite a lot of youngsters. Really? That's I have, uh, like, still got old Django Reinhardt records from the... Django yeah, I, I used to listen to a lot I of that I would have flipped too. that to yeah. you two around there. Yeah. And put, uh, okay. For me, it's Suzanne Vega. I was listening to Suzanne Vega last I don't know who that is. The 80s? Suzanne Vega? <laughs> no. You don't know who Suzanne I Vega is? I sitting in the corner. I mean, you made a joke about Vega in the last episode. Yeah. Well, no. She, um, I, don't know, I don't know who she is. 
My name is Luca. I live on the second floor. We are going to put in the proper music <laughs> over this, aren't we? Please, God. <laughs> I, I mean, no, that, that, that's Means not making any bells, no. Okay, okay. Music is like... I think who, who, who the modern equivalent of Suzanne Vega would be. There isn't really one, I don't think. She's Cardi B. Maybe, maybe. She's got a great song called Today I Am a Small Blue Thing, which I was listening to a lot. Okay. It's, it's a very comforting kind of tune. I know, um, uh, what do you call it? What's the other one? Kate Bush. Uh, Kate Bush, yes, obviously, and Tracy Chapman. Listen to a lot of Jesse Chapman last night. You're not really firing a wide scatter shot there with your no, original shot. Not, like. not that old. Tracy Chapman. Yeah, but like your Tracy what? Chapman played in Belfast like two weeks ago. <laughs> did she? I think no. so. Yeah. yeah, she she played here recently. Really? Yeah. Wow, I yeah, did not know did. that. No, I mean this is I'm talking about her first album. And, you know, well, what, what, what would that car? what would that have been like? Fast late seventies? No, eighties. No, so fuck off. What's the oldest thing you listen to? I'm listening to shit from decades before you. I know that. That's why I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> I think I think he was being flippant. <laughs> I think he was being flippant no, about I was my. Just, I was surprised he right. Ron went for uh, Mozart, and you went for I, I don't know who was Django that? Reinhardt. Django Reinhardt from. Yeah. From the, like the Django the Reinhardt was a gypsy blues guitarist. Of course he was. And he had like um, one finger. And <laughs> and <I. laughs> yeah. His ring finger and his little finger got fused together whenever scoundrels tried to burn him out of his scoundrels. Yeah, <laughs> tried to burn him out of his, um, hey, his gypsy caravan. It's time for you to go yeah. <laughs> out of his RV. Yeah. <laughs> so they burned him, and his ring finger and his little finger got fused together. So he only had three fingers to try and play guitar with. But it made him shit hot. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, I see. I would have just flipped that. I would have. I would have thought you would have listened to Mozart and and. Uh, Scott, I listened to anything. And you, Ron, would have listened to Django. Django, Django Reinhardt, and Stefan Grappelli at the Hot Club. <laughs> That's the stuff you want to listen to. It, 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 it is. Whenever, whenever you think of that sort of violin and guitar jazz. That's what you're thinking of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, as you know, my musical experience is not wide, nor broad, nor deep. It's just <laughs> very, it's very, very shallow. It very much is a little bit of a dog food case. <laughs> yes, it's, I mean, it's 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 uh, it's it's, uh, it's Kate Bush and anyone who sounds a bit like Kate Bush. <laughs> Breathy women, <laughs> breathy women. Yeah. So, so Cardi B doing ASMR would be right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> on my Probably. I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Well, we were, t- we were talking about ASMR when we came in. You were watching Bob Ross. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah um, that's right. And we Bob were... Ross is apparently a uh... Bob Ross is a precursor to the ASMR thing. I think. Yeah. I think yeah. Bob... So right. So if you have listened to the show before, we've talked about ASMR before. Yes. But to recap for anyone coming in late or new to this, ASMR is. You're gonna ask me what I, I think. I think I know what it is. It's. Uh, Autonomous system, autonomous system. Oh no, it's gone. Meridian, that's it. Yeah, Susie. Yeah, Susie. Dictionary well done, corner. Susie. Susie Corner. Uh, it's all Susie sexy men reading. All <laughs> <laughs> sexy men reading. Autonomous yeah. system, system or systemic meridian response. Okay, and which it's is whenever it's, it's the, the hairs on the back of your neck stand yes, up listening. to They a call thing. it tingles. Busy turn you on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I still, it's still a baffling thing to me, but the idea is that you listen to people go... Did, 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 did you try it after we talked quiet. about, no, after no, we talked about it? No, no, no. I, I mean, like, this is the thing, because I've, I've, I've written on my little scrap of paper here, uh, Bob Ross, sleepy podcasts <laughs> and <laughs> mindfulness, which I've, I've, I've put that, into I mean, that the is, one That is a very kind thing. of, yeah. Because mindfulness is a thing. I, have we talked about mindfulness on the show before? I don't think we've talked about mindfulness specifically, no. Okay, because, I mean, mindfulness is a sort of, it seems to me a relative, like, like those other things we talked about that suddenly appeared from nowhere. It seems to have come out of nowhere, and now everyone's being mindfulness. And I'm like going, I don't know what this means or how to fad. do it. 
and and it's like but i kind of think that i i maybe I, it's a thing that is part of my life without me being aware that it has always been because when I'm sitting drawn, I'm in you know it's it's that thing where you're in the moment or you're you know you're in the zone. Yeah, that's is that what mindfulness it's, is? Yeah, Except but with quinoa, quinoa <laughs> is quinoa a kind of food or yeah, is it? it oh is, my yeah. god, well that was a good lucky guess by me there. I wasn't sure. Or is it a person? I I have no idea. Cardi but B's backup qu- singer. It's spelled quinoa. Oh, is it Kinway? Yeah. Kinoa. <laughs> Kinoa. Yeah. Is that... That's Kinoa. That's Kinoa. They're yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. like yeah. when I find out that Chao and Xiao <laughs> are the same word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that... I mean, when I found out that was the same thing, that cleared up yeah. a whole bunch of, bunch of stuff to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my you, fault. You think I see most words you, written down. Whenever you I saw Chow written down, did you think someone was like Seow? Seow. That's what I thought was Seow. Like someone from the West Country. Seow. Seow. I just thought it was a word that people used in American comics, and I didn't know what it meant. That's all. I, that's all. Bearing in mind he's married to someone from the West Country. Seow. Um. Yes, so can what? And then there are other words like that that I don't understand or pronounce. But anyway, mindfulness. Like epi- epitome. Epi- epitome. Yes, exactly. Epitome. Took me a long time to realize that one. What epitome? Yeah. Spell it. E p i t o m e. It doesn't seem like it would be pronounced much differently. Well, whenever, for years I thought epitome uh, was a different word from epitome because I saw it written down only. Okay. Okay, all right, okay. And How are you struggling to grasp this? I'm trying to visualize the word in my head. I can't visualize the word. Is it's the literally what you just said, except with Epitome. a different word. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know that, but I'm stupid. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I'm not, I, look, I, can't, I give a good notion that I look intelligent and stuff. Not I accept right now. it. <laughs> but I am really dim. I mean, uh, honestly, really, mm. it's so much easier to be stupid. God, it's just. It's so, like, when people's expectations of you are really set low, it's so much easier than when they go, you only got four O-levels? Well, that's, that's, oh, that's the sort Jesus. of thing Bob Ross would say while painting. What's, <laughs> what's an O-level? What? What's an O-level? Oh, fuck off, you're just trying to wind me up, but I know you are. <laughs> fuck you. That's because the last week when I got you with that iPad thing. <laughs> anyway, still not got your iPad? No, fuck you. No. <laughs> um, anyway. So, yeah, I, I watch Bob Ross videos to relax, and apparently so does... Uh, Scott, yeah, I, f- I fall asleep listening to them. I put them on my uh, on my headphones. And I, I just mean, let I them... don't know if that's it. Like, if you make a, if you spend your lifetime making a TV program about people painting, do you want them to be falling asleep? It's. Um... I mean, I I don't know, but well, for anybody who doesn't know, you should YouTube Bob Ross because I think all forty two seasons of the, his the show that he made for free, the joy of sex painting. <laughs> He does look like the guy from the, the, from the, the drawing joy of, of the, joy of, the joy of sex, right? He's no? very hairy. <laughs> um. <laughs> he sort of looks like a hairy lollipop. <laughs> <laughs> is that, that, that like like his? That, that, he has that, the uh, best afro a white man could possibly. Oh, ever thank carry God! Because I thought you were talking about his pubic hair and his cock and balls <laughs> look like. <laughs> Oh. I thought that's where you were going there. I really wasn't. <laughs> okay. And just bash the devil out of it. <laughs> <laughs> just beat the devil out of it. Um, <laughs> Happy little testicles. So Bob Ross, for, for years and years and years and years, had a, a show on public access in America, mm-hmm. uh, on public access cable, 
where he taught, that's, tried that's to teach people how to paint. Wayne's World would have, you know, that's the That's the type of, of thing, yeah. yeah, they, yeah. They, they'll let anybody on to do whatever they want, okay. basically. Oh, so, because we, I never, I only ever saw it, I think I might have seen it when it was on TV in, in the UK. Yeah, I grew up uh, watching Bob Ross on, I think, BBC Two, maybe. Yeah, it might have been on BBC Two, yeah. I mean, it was a long time ago, so I'm not, not 100% yeah. sure. But it, ra- it ran for an obscene amount of time, like I said, I think there's like 42 Wasn't seasons like of it. was like crazy Special Forces commando or something? That's, that's, that's where that he gets the... his, that's where he gets his... Tone from <laughs> right. so there's so the, he was yes he was a marine. Where he gets his tone from. That's he was a marine the in the special forces, I, and he I was. I don't a, associate that tone with marines. Well, if you'd let me fucking finish. Well, go ahead then. I mean, he that's was, not the tone of a marine. That's for sure. He was in the marines, um, mm. and I think he might have been a drill sergeant. Uh, at one see, stage. this is just getting further and further away from what I imagine the tone and of a drill sergeant would be. Once he got back from Vietnam, he said that he never wanted to speak to anyone the way that he had to speak. All oh, right, okay, that. So, yeah, so his tone is a reaction to. Oh, so, yes. so, basically okay. being like Arlie Emery in film L Jacket. So, yeah. so he comes home. He goes, oh, "We're going to do some happy little clouds now." Yeah. And when he's out there, he's going, "Jump into those fucking angry clouds, you <laughs> bastards!" Only thing from Texas are stairs and queers. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, happy little steer, <laughs> happy little queer. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so you listen to this? I listened to fall asleep. Yeah, not like uh, ever since we talked about ASMR on the show. I don't know, however many months ago that was. I had started listening to it, and I every now and again I would put it on to fall asleep too. Do, uh, do you need something to help you fall asleep? Is that a thing? Um, you need? Is that good? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes um, I don't. It's like I don't even get that. But I, I, because sometimes because maybe you just don't want the quiet, the inner monologue. You just you're you're that glad to hear yourself talk that. <laughs> how, how dare you? I go to bed having elaborate sexual fantasies in my head, and that helps me get off. Well, Bob Ross to sleep. Help with that. But yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I I put on Bob Ross episodes on YouTube. Uh-huh. Um, there is. For, and we got talking but about you mindfulness. you in bed with your headphones in, though. Yes. The Apple easy to lose headphones. Yes. Like, where not... the fuck are they going to go? Armpit. <laughs> That's fine. I know where that is. I can find both of my armpits. <laughs> <laughs> what if you swallow one in the night? Uh, what, one know... of his armpits? What's he doing? <laughs> you know, if I go to find my AirPods or whatever it is and press the button and it comes in my stomach, then. It's buried deep in a crevice somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Scott, not is, your, is, is, is that the sound of Bob Ross coming out of your arse? Yeah. <laughs> it might be. What's a total accident? <laughs> <laughs> do they not? I mean, do they not hurt when no, you're lying? But you've no, got earrings in and stuff, very, so that's they're very, very comfortable. Okay, they're very, very comfortable, and I, I will fall asleep with them in. And so Bob Ross does these very. Um, what would you What would you call it? They're they're a, they're a seventies. They're, they're the Are type you of talking about the twee paintings that he does. Yeah, yeah he does they're these sort of, sort of landscape oil oil paintings. If you were the if the you were trying to cheaply w- set dress a seventies sitcom, this would be these were the, the type of paintings yeah. that you would have the sort dotted of things around you would the room as you walk along the banks of the Seine, where where you know people would be painting on the go and painting beautiful landscapes. You go, that's amazing, and then you see behind them sixty of them identical that they've been yeah. manually drawn through yeah. techniques that now aren't it, really observational. They're more about ways you flick a brush to, to give trees or ways to yeah. kind of dab a brush down to give foliage and stuff. Which but are he's, all clever tricks. He's uh, The fact that he says, I can teach anyone to paint, I think is bullshit because the, what he does, uh, although the style isn't to my tastes, mm. technically and 
he's technically he's just brilliant. But if I said to you right now, I have a Bob Ross original I could sell to you, would you want it? Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's what we call provenance. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you tell me I have a painting that I did whilst watching an episode of Bob Ross, can I sell it to you? Then not so much. <laughs> and yet both would look the same. Yeah. <laughs> Not substantially different. Um, yeah, I mean, when nobody talks about his artistic qualities. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely don't think you can look at his stuff and say this is important art. Yeah. But the problem with Bob Ross in my head is he's the... In my head. Is the American Tony Hart? He, no, he's the he's the <laughs> American... Um, um, Neil Buchanan? No, no, <laughs> no. You, you're in the right. You're in the right area in terms of who I'm trying to think of, but I can't remember his name. Uh, 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 can you guess what it is yet? Is it uh, uh, Rolf Harris? Yes, Harris? he's the American Rolf okay, Harris. Well, well, and that that really puts me off him. I mean, I'm not saying you that know, he. Bob he has... got out of here before anyone could say anything. You no, mean, I'm I, sure I, Bob I, was I, a lovely, lovely man. But in my head, the two are inextricably linked by the vir- virtue of both being painters on TV in the seventies and eighties with beards and and afro. Yeah. But, uh, I think Bob Ross is a lot better than Rolf Harris. Have you ever seen Rolf's actual, uh, Rolf's actual work? Stuff? Isn't that bad? Yeah, but he, yeah, but all he ever did was draw fat kangaroos no, on the no, TV no, no, show. No, no, That's no, no. all I ever but, saw. Like, Rolf Harris was was commissioned. I, I don't know why I'm bigging up Rolf Harris. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. I mean, uh, of the things you've decided to defend over the years of this show, this is the uh, I will <laughs> die on. Rolf is an artist. I don't know what he did to anyone else. <laughs> the man was a god. <laughs> But if you if you ever have a look, I, I don't know I mean, why people, I'm defending Rolf People Harris have here, been attacked on Twitter for less than this. But he, he was he was a very well respected um, artist. You know. Say what you want about what he did to those kids, but the man could hold a paintbrush. The man knew what to do with a brush. Yeah. My fr- a friend of mine was on his TV show like way back in the. Is he still in therapy? The <laughs> he he maintains he never touched him. He never, he never touched Rolf. <laughs> either, either. He, I don't. Either this way. seems like a bad avenue to go down yeah. to. I, I mean, I'm, I'm back. That's away what he from said this. to Rolf. Oh no. <laughs> um. So I mean, do you? I mean, right? Is mindfulness because right? That's Bob Ross helping you get to sleep. That's yes. fine. I can understand that. Some people struggle. This. I don't. I I lie down and I'm either out or I'm like going mm, and then I'm out. Um. But. <laughs> What's <laughs> oh, so funny about that? But some people... it's, just, it's just an odd insight into your mind. Like sometimes I get into bed and I go to sleep right away, and then other times I get into bed and I'm like, hmm, and then I go to sleep. It's, it's relatable content, like what Scott's saying. <laughs> but I have no problem sleeping at all, and other people I don't have do. A, I don't have a problem I understand sleeping. That. Sometimes I just like. Sometimes I'd maybe like, especially if I get in from work late. I don't want to sit up and watch TV for half an hour. Mm. I don't want to sit on my phone for half an hour. So I'll put something on in my headphones to relax before do, do I before I is? go to sleep. I think it's because I don't have the concept of getting home from work. I don't have that end of day. You're already, yeah, you're I'm already there. Always, I'm just always yeah. working. So there's no kind of... As soon as I get into bed, that's it. I've done now for the day. So my brain just goes, you're off. Yeah. Away you go. No, um, it's, like, it's, it's almost like a like a bit of... Downtime. It's mm. like a. It's like a. Because you so don't want to slow down between the two. If, if I feel like if I go to if I go to sleep as soon as I get home, I could probably fall asleep just fine. Yeah. Um, if I go to sleep as soon as I get home, that line between work and home is just like you get home from work, you go to bed, yeah, you get yeah, up, yeah, you go to work. Done, like yeah, you yeah. need some time to decompress. I feel yeah, like I need some time you need to decompress. A moment to take a breath and go. Yeah. I exist outside of work and sleeping. Yeah, and that's you know that's essentially what mindfulness is. I'm yeah. not practicing mindfulness. While I'm listening to Bob Ross, but I do mindfulness at other points do you, to the do, day. Do you sit down and go? Now I'm going to be mindfulnessness. I, I, it's and the, now is the time to be mindfulness. The Apple Watch. Apple Watch tells me to breathe. To what? Yeah. 
It says breathe every hour or so. Every it says hour. breathe. You can brings up what? This, brings up this little thing on your on your watch that says breathe. I have it set to if do it for if like. If your watch is telling you to, what the fuck are you doing? But what what you to do? It's telling you. Going, it's telling oh you shit! To, I forgot to breathe. <laughs> It's, it's telling, telling you to, to sit back and take a breath. Take like, a moment. To take a moment. And and you tap and it, Chillax, it, it man. It makes little vibrations to kind of indicate when you should be breathing in and out. And breathing uh-huh. out. And breathe in. And you can set it up to do this it This is worrying. I mean, the, to me, this is like 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 Starro, the sentient creature that <laughs> attaches to your face and walks you around, tells you to go to work. Breathe now, you But is it, it's not any different from like the, the <gasps> companies in Japan who, like when they get in in the morning, the first thing they do is, as a company, they do yoga or tai chi or yeah, something I, like that. I, it's just I, Apple saying, look, this is, this is, there are starting to be proven benefits to somebody worry, who does I mindfulness. I worry about anything that feels cult-like. I always, always have done... I think that's I think that's because you know you could get talked in. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure that my problem is that I like the first sign of a cult. I'm like I'm I'm f- I'm only marginally uh, like a millimeter away from going. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> Where do I start burning books? What, what what's happening? What are we doing? This I autono- I give you over all of my autonomy, and I don't have to make a decision ever again. Fucking sign me up. That sounds amazing. I but mean, the- that's literally like me with Huel. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Come talk to me about Huel, PJ. No, no, I'm not. I I'm have not a ten. Doing pa- I have a ten pound do- off do gift remember, code. Do you remember a while ago uh, there was a big thing about uh, uh, this process called getting things done? GTF or no yeah. GTD? GTD. Yeah, get, get GTF. <laughs> get the fuck. <laughs> but I kind of I a GTD was it basically it was a way of kind of setting up tasks and, and um, working out what you're going to do through the day and this kind of task management stuff and keeping a diary of things to do and how you would... Reg- you know, I'm terrible at that. I do none of these no, things. I, no, well, I, I wouldn't do any of these things either. I mean, and it took me quite considerably long to realize I have one task, draw shit, and that's it. I don't need but to doing, worry okay, about doing, processing Doing the breathing is no different than doing Pomodoro. No, no, but the thing is, GTD made me worry at one point. I was like, I was doing it, I was thinking... This is this is marginally like being in a cult, and I I don't like. But surely this. that's what Pomodoro's doing. Pomodoro no, no, is Pomodoro, Pomodoro is much simpler because it's, it's very much a taker. For the next twenty five like, minute, you draw, you yeah, draw for yeah. the next twenty five minutes, yeah, and then that, and then I, stop whenever I tell you, you to stop. I don't tell you what to do. Do you know what? Fuck the tomato. <laughs> I don't always draw for twenty five minutes. Well, I then, just, what then, well then, why are you doing it? <laughs> well, I don't really do it very much now. But but when it, when I get really like mm. when there's no work happening, I put on the Pomodoro. I was like. Oh shit! I, I oh, I started, I've done about a thirty. Oh no, I've, I've done two minutes. <laughs> Fuck it! Uh, it must be nearly thirty. No, it's five minutes. Oh god, why is time so long? Um, that's the only reason I use the Pomodoro because it helps me see. Basically, yeah. Pomodoro is no different than me looking up at a clock and going, "Oh shit, it's only been two minutes." Fuck it, I'll keep going. Um, but anything that requires a bunch of steps and processes for you to follow constantly. Oh, and this is why I don't like, uh, you know, those games where you have to tap the beat of a of a like a musical. Oh thing, yeah, like Guitar and, Hero and or Dance going, Dance. There's a point where you're thinking, "Am I playing this or is this playing me? What <laughs> what's going on here?" And then you realize that, like, at your best, at your peak, the very best kind of Guitar Hero player you can be, you are just doing what that computer says. That's all that's happening there. You're not playing a game. It's totally making you dance. I can't really complain about cult stuff because I went from Neophyte to David Koresh in the space of five weeks on those Batman animated figures. (laughs) 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 That is true. We did enter a very cult-like personal Waco, and then I just kind of like came out the other end. (laughs) 
It very, are, we the F- are we the FBI or David Koresh in that scenario? I, th- I, think, I feel like we're David Koresh. Uh, yeah, I think you're all in, inside there with me. Uh, but although, to be fair, there's a lot of enablers on Twitter. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, and we know who their names. Fuck you guys. Yeah. Stop, boy, stop phone, sending photos and going, oh, look what I found that's cheap. Stop that. <laughs> it's mostly me. Yeah, I, it's uh, mostly just me. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. I mean, they. Uh, uh, I think it was Andy um, Tuffany Nudger on, on Twitter said that B and M had the, the the girls' night out set. Yeah, and I was I was just next time I saw B and M, I just pulled in there and found one and bought it and walked <laughs> out again. I still <laughs> enjoy that. I mean, it's still I years and years ago um, when I was doing drama. This was ninety five or so, uh, and at the time, like people didn't have many Pearsons, and there was this lovely girl there. She was in, in drama. I think her name was Veronica, and she's really nice. But she unusually had. Like uh, a belly button piercing, and I said to her, um, "I says <laughs> because this was the early days of people having lots of piercings, so these jokes were still relatively funny." I went, "Oh, you must send them crazy when you come through security." She went, "Oh God, yeah." You know, she says, "There's one time I was going through security, and oh, I, they dinged me, and it was because I had two pairs of handcuffs in my, my bag." I went, "What? What? <laughs> two pairs of handcuffs?" And anyway, we were chatting about her and stuff, and she went, "Oh yeah." And uh, like when I was a kid, and my, uh, you know, um, my mom and dad left. We left this cult, and then we went off to do this other thing. I went, well, "What <laughs> cult?" So th- th- there are people in cults, you know. That um, I mean, they're only vaguely. Susie's what covering call, her face. What do you it's call like, her? Um, Susie, are you in a cult, Susie? Really? Shit, no. Can we talk about this? No, we shouldn't talk about this. Uh, you know, <laughs> would any of them be listening? Okay. Okay. Well, that's that's quite the stunning revelation. <laughs> should we? I, I. I mean, I. I don't know. Should I explore? I want to explore. I have so many questions. Susie, grab a microphone. Is there another microphone? The lovely Susie has joined the show. She's been sitting quietly watching the show mm-hmm. in the background. And as I casually mention that my concern with the Apple Watch is uh, how much of it being in a cult it would feel like to me that that, that it goes breathe and you've got to breathe and, and it's it's got this whole cult like stuff. Susie says, "I was born in a cult." <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> clang. <laughs> so and 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 Susie would like to point out about mm-hmm. the Apple Watch that. It's not that much like being in a cult. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> okay, so let, right now, cult's a funny word because yes. because it can mean anything. And mm-hmm. and Christianity, early Christianity was a cult. Yes. Uh, later Christianity, arguably, still is a cult. It's all it's all cult. Ron's insistence on you speaking in a mic Speak from a certain mic, angle yes. is a bit cult like. <laughs> I I I'm I'm a bit worried for Hannah and Ralphie because with the Huel stuff at Scott's house, there's <laughs> drink your Huel, drink your Huel. I don't, have, has me I don't have to force them. <laughs> <laughs> so can we t- can we talk about this? I mean, okay. anything you feel uncomfortable with, you just yeah. say, "Shut up, Paul," or I that's mean, fine. I'm, I'm worried. I've I've probably overhyped it now. No, I, I mean, trust me, you haven't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Ron knows a lot of this stuff. He does. We're Ron, explore. he knows everything. He knows everything, I've, right? I've, yes. Okay. So I, I, you, you said you were born in a cult, yes. right? Um, what is the particular brand well, or flavor? Um, it has several names. Okay. Um, I suppose the the one that people would know would be the Children of God. Wow. There, there's quite a few documentaries and stuff. It's okay. On Netflix. Um, but they changed their name to the Family and then the Family International. I don't know what they're called now. Is that like whenever, whenever like, um, what do you call it? Nuclear power plants have an explosion. They change their name. So I think a little bit. Yes. Yeah, like yeah. there was the whole 
having sex with children scandal, and that really did kind of make them want to change their name. Yeah, you'd think Rolf Harris would have thought that. <laughs> yeah, it's a, fun, it's a fun area to get into. <laughs> Wow. So that, that's, that's, that's what they're mostly known okay, for. Okay, so and your your parents were members of yes, that cult, presumably, yeah. and are and they, they not? Is not it, now. Yes. They're not now. And they is, is, they, it, is it is it that this was the cult that the uh, the Phoenix family, Wacky Phoenix, yeah. remember Phoenix and all were oh, born yeah, into, right? And, okay. Uh, yeah. So this is R- kind Rose of worldwide cult, yes, right? Yeah. And they had branches everywhere. They had branches. Why did they have branches in, in the UK? No, they didn't. <laughs> oh, they um, didn't. I li- we lived in the Republic. Okay, there was a which is much more cult friendly. Um, You're not bringing new cults up here in the Northern Ireland. We did, while we were still living in the cult, we did live in Northern Ireland. Right, okay. We lived in Market Hill, (laughs) which is just a random cult to be, but there you go. And and was it, like, were you all living in one big house? I mean, Uh, my idea of what a cult is comes largely from stereotypes and and Mm. what what you see on you know, TV and stuff. So you were all living in one big house uh, for the, at the beginning, yes. And you were so married we lived to in a big commune. Who were you married to? I <laughs> <laughs> who were you promised to, Susie? I, I now I lived in this cult obviously from the time I was born till I was eleven. Yeah. So who were you married to? So <laughs> I just well, I was very lucky. Okay. Um, right. in that the years that I was born, um. I I was born in 1990, okay. and the cult leader died in 1994. Okay. So he didn't have time to get me, kind of thing. You right, know, like, okay. Uh, wow, okay. Um, obviously, he didn't live in our commune. Look, but just before, yeah. we keep, before we go on here, as mm-hmm. many people will be aware, mm-hmm. I am a very adept at, at, at straddling a line between uh, humor and subtlety. Yeah. And I might sound like a dick. So that that's so I, I She I, has I, met you. She has <laughs> met me, right? So I just want to apologize <laughs> in advance for anywhere my brain takes me for, for things I might ask, okay? okay. So and no, anything no, no, go ahead. say anything that seems horrible, like, yeah, uh, okay. that's cool. Um and I am not uh you know well I mean you guys can get in on this too. Get in on this and ask some questions for God's sake. Scott, Scott's no. like, I don't want to be anywhere near this. Yeah. <laughs> this is like when Ron did the Jamaican accent. I'm just going <laughs> to... Well, there's, like there's, there's, there's a comic the link here. Is there? What's yeah. the comics link? <laughs> so, I don't know how to explain it. They, they In the cult, they drew their own comics. All right. Well, that's cool. Um, <laughs> I can get behind a cult like that. <laughs> right. well, 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 I tell you, these comics were eventually... All had to be burned by the people who owned them. Because Whoa! Because of the, yes. the, the, the values they promoted. Mm-hmm. Right, oh, which, okay. You know, too much. Well, it depends on which ones. Some, were of, them, they, some were of them were, were allowed, but it had to be kind of modified to, to make them, like, sort of legal, I and, suppose. Okay. And some of them were just burnt wholesale because they, right. were, they, were, they were. Child pornography. Child pornography. So, right, okay. Fuck. Right, wow. Yeah. So. And the, and the but again, cult I was, was built you know, around the personality of the of, of, the of this leader, one leader, of yes, this one leader, David and then, Berg. And then, yeah. and w- where was he based? Then was he, he was in America. He was in America. Yeah. And was it? A, I mean, is there were there large clumps of people around this, the world? Yes. Then? Yeah. So they were they were everywhere. Um, big communes in the Philippines, all throughout Europe. Obviously, I lived in Hungary for a while. I was living in a commune. Okay. You know, um, so but we you were, were moved, very little. So yes, it was not but we were moved from place to place. I had, I had little knowledge, to yeah. be honest, yeah. of of most of the well, things you're going very on. Young, you don't know what's. Yeah. Cr- yeah, I mean, I was being exposed probably to things that were I probably shouldn't have. But yeah. again, as a child, you don't really know what's normal and what isn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all, it's all seems perfectly yeah. reasonable. Well, not reasonable, but so it wh- seems what like did they, okay. Well, what did they okay. offer? Like, what was the what was mm. the draw to 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 get people to join? 
what, what were they? Kids. The hippie. It started in the hippie era. Oh, okay. Since the so 60s, so commune. it was leave all, um, join join our. It was sort of vaguely Christian, yeah. you know. Um, it used the trappings of Christianity. Yes, um, and sort of join all, free love, free sex. There is a kind you know I mean, that kind right, of. So, okay. I, mean, I, I joked earlier, but there is a kind of mm. you know for a certain type of person, the fact that you can hand over your autonomy and yeah. go. I don't have to make choices. This, yes. I don't have this, to make 100%. decisions. This sort of fits very um, neatly psychologically with the sort of people that we know have joined it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's where life and its uh, its choices and things like that are too much to take, so they yeah. just hand over all of the decision making process to someone else. Someone else and, mm-hmm. and then and and then and then I think that no matter where you start uh, as a, no matter where you start as a cult leader, you, you no matter what your intentions as a cult leader, <laughs> there is a corrupting influence of having that, that power. much power over people's lives that, and 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 there's a kind of feedback loop that just it becomes worse and worse and worse and worse. Mm-hmm. And so when when your family left, presumably they all left in one go. Yes. Was it no? Well, no, yes, no. My my <coughs> oldest sister did leave first. Things changed in 1994 when the cult leader died. Mm-hmm. They real there were a lot of court cases in in England. Um, mm-hmm. There was a lot of children being taken away from right. their family because it became all kind of came out. I think we're going to have to have some sort of warning at the front of the I show. Know, I, I know, I know, I'm sorry. No, it's <laughs> okay. I mean, this, I think this is one of the reasons people like our show is that mm. we... You never know where it's going to end up. <laughs> where you're going to go. You don't know where that's going to travel. Yeah. Um, but so, so they started making rules and part of the rules were, you know, basically, we were sorry we got it wrong in our in our... In our trying to to create free love and that sort of stuff, we started too young. We we basically yeah we went too far, and that the new rules were sixteen was kind of the yeah you know right. that's where you become. But it was I mean it was game. free love, but, but it was free love for some people. It it seemed and it, it yeah was expensive for others. I there think. was definitely a sort of a patriarchal yeah. type of thing where women were expected to to give this free love. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. You know, and they didn't really have much of a say if you wanted to be part of the cult and you weren't giving away your free love. Then yeah. there was a lot of sort of, why aren't you sharing? You know, yeah. sharing was the code yeah. name for, for okay. set. You know, why All aren't right, you sharing okay. with that uncle? Yeah. So, you know, and, and you're really not you're yeah. not showing God's love to him, you know? Yeah. You Un- uncles really and aunties being code words for basically any, anyone any who's a parent. Yeah. So I had a lot of uncles and aunties, yeah. you know. Wow. Um, yeah. And when, and I mean, how exposed to the outside world were you then at, not, at that point? Was there kind of, because if you were living within yes. that commune, did you have any sense of, did you have access to TV? Was there, um, did, yes. Was there any sense that this is, there's things about this that are weird or unusual or... The med- media intake was controlled as Very, well. Yeah. yeah. So, I, like, for example, we had... A lot of Rolf Harris. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't really watch TV. Did you not? No. Okay. Um, we had recommended movies. There were there was a list of recommended movies you could mm-hmm. watch uh, by age as well. Okay. Um, so there were certain things that you could watch and some things you couldn't. Yeah. Um, Do you remember anything that you could have watched you were allowed to watch? Yeah, like, you know, Bambi, A Few Good Men. You know, there's some movies that I really still enjoy watching and I've watched them. Occasionally, yeah, we'd be going to watch a movie and Susie said, oh, this was on the list. (laughs) (laughs) And and she'll have seen it like 50 times because it's like one of the few. We should start, you should start doing Pick of the Week for us. (laughs) 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 It is funny because the weirdest thing about this cult is a lot of people who've left they set up their like little support group online yeah. for this because it's kind of a weird yeah. thing and yeah i mean it would yeah. be it would be difficult because you you you've gone from your whole your entire world is mm. kind of turned upside down yeah. you you know if there, there i'm sure there are people that have turned away from it 
knowing how terrible uh, aspects of it were. And then there are other people that have turned away from it, not being exposed to the worst yeah. excesses of it yes. and thinking this was good for me and I like this and, and, and now they're sort of adrift and, and I would imagine there's some people in denial quite strongly oh, saying this is not, you know, it wasn't I mean, as cult, bad as you think it was. Still, it's still going on right. and there are people who are still really happy in yeah. there and, you know, and, and <clears throat> there were good parts of it too, being in a commune. I bet you they're you know? all men. <laughs> <laughs> but like being in a commune, it isn't all yeah. bad. Like I had a lot of friends growing yeah. up because there, you know, we didn't really live in family groups. wasn't that groups. demarcation between brother, sister, and cousin, yes. that was a kind of we just kind of a big lived clump. in age groups. So it was yeah. like living at school, yeah. you know, um, that kind of thing. So that there, I can see how people would have good yeah. fond memories as well. Yeah. Obviously, the older, the older children tend the, to have yeah. worse memories yeah. because everyone who lives sort of I, prior to nineteen ninety four, when there were kind of no rules, anything yeah. goes. There it seemed there were a lot of abusers that were like, like yeah, in any institution, will will yeah will veer towards it. Yeah. Um, I've lost my. So you're so what head. you're saying is I'm wrong about the iPhone, <laughs> <laughs> the the Apple Watch. Then is what you're saying. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think what interesting things that you told me over the years that kind of would be interesting to the audience. Oh, we were talking about the comics. Oh yeah, so we? so yeah, so they 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 a lot, a lot of the time mm. the the edicts or the you know the proclamations by the leader were passed down letters. Mm. And how often do these letters arrive? Mm, maybe once a month. So once a month they'd send letters out, mm. but sometimes they'd also be accompanying sort of a. Illustrations, illustrations, or, or comics to kind of get across the message and and uh, yeah. for younger and readers. Well, there presumably. were both. There were there were ones for the adults, which right. had the the naked pictures, in, yeah. and then there were like the ones for the children, which right. sometimes also had naked pictures in. It was very strange. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I have That's this. Really there's like this Jack whole Jack tra- tracks. Have you ever seen a Jack trick? Tra- tra- I have. Track? Yes. Well, I kind of collect them. Yeah. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Did Alan Moore ever write one? He's definitely done parodies of them. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yes, I know. So yeah, so, so they're, they're little comics, little comics about about the leader's life and yeah. his family. Were they and well drawn, were they? I mean, no, no. they were no. not well drawn. And and had a real problem with plagiarism, where okay. they would just like trace over like well known artists. I, I feel like if you've let go of the idea of not having sex with kids, <laughs> plagiarism is probably the least worst crime you're going to commit. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like getting Al Capone. <laughs> it's like tax. We got him on plagiarism. <laughs> <laughs> he was singing "Happy Birthday to You" to someone. We've got him now. Um, but, but what's quite interesting online is so uh, there's these support groups, but we, they've also people who've left have created a wiki. Yeah, okay. so we created our own wiki, right? So this is hilarious, and um, people are collecting the the, the writings comics, and, the, yeah. and, the, and the comics and things I th- I think it's with a, with a disclaimer that yeah. these are illegal. Yeah, you know what is being shown is often illegal, hateful, inappropriate. Yeah, yeah. We'll put it you in know. the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so sometimes, every now and then, I just get this weird thing in my head where I'm like, "What was on those recommended movie lists?" Yeah. And I'll go and I'll have a wee look through and see what you know what they say about Dumbo, you know, or yeah. like you know, just sort of mm, what what's recommended and what's so not recommended as well because there was yeah, you know did they have reasons really. as to you said yes. what was it, like yeah, what they said good, about Dumbo so did they men. have a reason why it was on or why it wasn't yeah, on yeah usually like you know this shows you know that respect for authority respect for authority or... well no a few, well, a few good men's interesting because it's mm. one thing it does show is, is a kind of you should tear down authority and you know authority but, shouldn't but, just be yeah. unquestioned and so it's it's almost it's almost one of those things where somebody's going watch this and please stop me please stop me 
<laughs> Please, someone get well, Jack. A, lo- a lot of the time, what the recommendations would have been based on would be a suspicion of of um, yeah. governments and uh, mm. um, you know institutions and things like that, or what the, what they re- would refer to as the Romans. The Romans, the Romans? yes, right, okay. the systemites. systemites. You're all systemites. We're all systemites. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. You're not one of us. You're part okay, of so the, part anyone of who's system. not is a systemite. You're would be. Yeah, you're a systemite. What's a systemite? Is it? You're 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 part of the system, man. You're blind. No? You're blind. You just you can't see the reality blind. of life. Yeah. Okay. Oh, is this? It's a bit like red pilling, and, it, a and bit, it's yeah. very yeah, it's very similar language to. Mm. It's kind of essentially making everyone else an outsider. Mm-hmm. And and you and your your commune, your group, the insiders, and 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 we, I, I mean, mean I there's we, we can go weirder in this, can we? Yeah. Hi. Um. I mean, <laughs> you we're in a cult now. I don't know <laughs> okay, how deep so does this what go. Was, what was the? I'm Jesus. What was the philosophy <laughs> like for sex? <clears throat> sex outside the marriages. I mean, well, it yeah, seems I mean, like this, anything this goes at this anything point. Anything kind of does go. Like they started. One of their big things was the flirty fishing. So they they gained they gained a lot of followers. No, not followers. Members of the group. Yeah. And their one of their methods to gain them was, was prostitution to, f- to, right. to basically hook Stick them, yeah. hook them in. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, by having sex with men yeah. and then sort of reeling them into yeah. the group that way. So that's you know once that started. Guys, I said dick bit. It was really funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say it again. <laughs> Didn't get a laugh the first time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. But yeah, so it kind of anything goes. Um, oh, obviously, we... homosexuality was very, very much not allowed. Okay. So no gay sex, lesbian sex was a okay, but better if a man was involved, as far as they were concerned. Okay. And there was no, there was no sense of sex w- w- with contraception was no. bad. It was contraception was bad. Susie yeah. has yet siblings. Yes. Yeah, okay. Okay. It, this makes more sense. Okay. Um, whenever you're having. Whenever they're having sharing sex, i.e., mm-hmm. this sort of sanctified sacred sex, <laughs> you're not having sex with you know, you know Fiona down the hall. Right. You're having sex with Jesus. Oh, okay, yes. so it's a, yeah, so it's a but, very but, much a religious but also experience. The, the the mentally the mental sex Jesus, yes. where where What's sometimes sex with Jesus. <laughs> what who's mental sex Jesus? Sometimes right. Sometimes like. I don't really know. I wasn't involved in this. Yeah, stuff, well, so this you, is yeah. kind of me. And thank God. I know. <laughs> I was. Although, a bit if young. Ron says, "Call me Jesus" when we're having sex, I. <laughs> it's it's time to start thinking. Maybe this relationship isn't going to work out. <laughs> this beard is really going to go at one purpose. <laughs> <laughs> bring the fish! Bring the fish! <laughs> the, mostly, I I'm no I'm, I have knowledge of this because again, like comics, they release their own music, okay, and they yeah. had like music for sex time. And it, but it all was right. all like love songs to Jesus. But wow. it always it always went really weird. Like, give me your golden seeds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So women who were having women in this relationship were, mm. were supposed to be imagining while they were having sex that they were having sex with Jesus. So, yeah. so whereas the men had to pretend that they had a spiritual vagina and Jesus was penetrating them. <laughs> because what? No, because no homo. <laughs> But so why? Well, hang on a second. So why did the, why? She, so a woman would have to had to imagine she's having sex with Jesus, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And and the man would have to imagine that the woman is a female Jesus. Yeah, because he, he's not Jesus. He's not Jesus. No, so he's he having sex with Jesus. So he has to have a metaphysical vagina. Oh, hang on! That's just like turning wine and and bread into the flesh and blood of Christ. Yeah, it? I don't think they teach it in Sunday school. Much, though. not much different, <laughs> no. really. 
Um, and and we're, we're, I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I don't want to sound obsessive about sex or anything. But no, but that's it does sound like this group was. It, it, it yes. was a big part of it. it was, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I if it was a pie chart of like what they cared about. <laughs> It's looking more like Pac-Man. It was. Like, it was. It, this was a pretty big deal to them. Yeah. And, no. and but was sex always uh, one-on-one, or was there were there larger orgiastic clumpings? Where I think there were, you know, twelve disciples on Jesus. Uh, again, that's uh, I'm actually not sure if the if the documentary is still available on Netflix, but there is a there is a documentary mm-hmm. about the children of God. Ver- it is very old. It's it's narrated yeah. by Helen Mirren. Okay. If that makes it classier. Yeah. That's who I want to explain about Jesus having a vagina as Helen Mirren. <laughs> it was a very old documentary, so it was like I think it was made in like the nineties. Uh-huh. So what was weird when I was watching the documentary because I was like, ah, oh, it's about the cult. I, I have to watch everything about. Yeah, the cult. well, of course Weirdly. you do. Why like, would you not? And now I do too. <laughs> so I saw this, and at the end of the cult, they're like, and we brought on a, a cult member to sort of, you know, give their side of the story, and I went. It's Jim from Treasure Attic because <laughs> it was from the cult children's program that they made. Oh, they had their own TV program. They had program. their own little children's Amazing. program. Wow. So they didn't just have TV shows. What, what, they made these mm. because a lot of the way they made money was from begging. Mm. Yeah. Um, they produced their own TV shows and uh, music mm-hmm. and they would sell this, you know, on streets, yeah. VHS tapes. So there's a lot of people what? in Ireland who will also know what Treasure Attic is because. We sold it to them, yeah, the, so their, their parents may have bought them these cheap videos at like uh, car boot sales. Wow. Or, mm-hmm. and I thought I was getting porn. <laughs> <laughs> Children's shows about treasure attics. So, but these shows are on YouTube, they so are. we will we will link oh, to them. Right? Okay. Yes. Um, wow. So you they're, can they're, watch. They're entirely innocent. They yes. are. They're just shows. They're basically made in a very cheap 1980s yeah. puppet style uh, about. Um, Uncle Jim. Uncle Jim, who goes into Peepers the treasure dog. attic. Yeah. Uh, Peepers the dog and Bunny Big Words. Bunny Big Words. And, uh, you know, Bunny Big Words? And Bunny. Bunny Big Words never gets words like pedophilia in there. It's always <laughs> it's always things like, you know, uh, distrust the, 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 the police. <laughs> no, it's not. It was, you know, again, it's it was much more. This was stuff, for, this stuff, was stuff for the systemites. Yes. Okay. We're allowed to, you this know. This was to make money you off keep, people. You keep the it, other stuff. a documentary stuff. called Children of God. I think so. Yeah, yeah. it's still on. It's still yeah, on. Oops, sorry, okay. I just started playing it there. <laughs> it's, it's still on Netflix. Well, oh, I know what I'm doing when I'm going home. I'm going to watch this documentary. Um, and so, I mean, how ensconced were your parents in this group? Had they been there for some time? Yeah, I they, mean, I suppose. Did they grow up in it? Or no. did, were they, they sort of joined it latterly? And they, they Your parents would have joined shortly before mm. your eldest sister was born. Yeah. Uh, and that would have been, what, late 70s? Mm, yeah. And how do they feel about it now? Do they, they talk about it? Or is it just something they, that they're just like... They've had they've struggled a lot more. Yeah. Um, like I have no problem talking about it, for example, because I don't feel any guilt. You do, or, yeah, you or absolutely. Like that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, you know. for them, it's we've put our children in danger. Yes. I think yeah. is is the, and and I'm sure there's stuff that's going on that that they will want to wipe from their memory. Pretty I, you much, know, I, I can think. understand that. You know, um, so so me and my parents have very different feelings I, about yeah, it. Yeah. You know, whereas like I'm for you, it's all about treasure attic. I, <laughs> but also, I also see it only really as a negative like yeah. i would have had children's tv shows not growing up in the yeah. cult that i would have enjoyed like i had you know i may have good feelings about treasure Attic. yeah but there's like a 10 to 12 year pop culture blank for you yes. in that she doesn't you know have r- references to a lot of stuff that people mm. would have grown up knowing about yeah if but I that's because she's so much younger than you that I means that's good for you because <laughs> <laughs> 
Because I knew when I talked to Annette, even with a five-year gap, if I mentioned something I watched as a kid, it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, yeah, I mean, a lot of times we're just like, let me fill you on the 90s, honey. (laughs) (laughs) But it's more, that's more difficult, for example, when I started school. Yeah. So I I had no, nothing to relate to people, no, no shared yeah. cartoons or anything like that so yeah. that was that was more difficult so you started did you so you were schooled within the group yes, as well yeah when you were taught by your elder My sister yes and so schooling wasn't a huge priority for women yeah no I wouldn't as you'd imagine so, no. <laughs> you don't want them knowing too much <laughs> oh, God, no. um, but but I was fine I could read and write and I was you know I, I went into school and they were like oh you can go into the you can go into the top class, but obviously I couldn't go to a grammar school because I started school yeah. age no twelve. History. I had no educational yeah. history. They were like, "Can she read?" Yeah. But I was fine. You know. So when when so did your parents? So your older sister left the group. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then your parents left the group mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Did, did, did they? Your your your, your we parents pretty much left with their own volition. I think they they saw. I think the it was this law of love. It was this having sex with Jesus stuff. Mm-hmm. As weird as it was the other stuff that was going on yeah i think somehow they were removed from that in some ways yeah. like each but it was also the poverty yeah i mean like they they grew up in exceptional poverty yeah. mm-hmm. i mean and i, I i'm saying this by joking i mean for for white people in europe yeah. you know mm-hmm. they were they were they were was living, it, living on a, a <clears throat> like an actual bread line and you know the money yeah. they were raising was going back to america and okay. then they were getting very so little all, back all, to support all money income was all kind of begging and and, yes. and then it was fed back to to upper to, line and and yes. there was no sense of getting a job and doing anything no because you that was you, yeah, you was couldn't outside. interact with the you outside world to go near the system pretty much yeah because you caught some system out of them and you know <laughs> leaving the family meant that you had to cut off ties with that person so yeah like they, they so yeah, yeah my older sister you know when she left we were really supposed to i believe we were supposed to cut all ties to her yeah but we didn't obviously yeah. like yeah, my my family and also they were my family were slowly sort of the cult started in those big communes like ron's eye starting to peel away at the bottom <laughs> <laughs> The the cult started in those big communes yeah. and after the raids and after the court cases, they decided that the best way to do it was to kind of go underground and yeah. to have smaller and smaller little mini little communes. Cells. Yeah, like where you have maybe three families or yeah. four families living together instead of these massive like 50 families. But then communes. what you've got then, I suppose, is, is you, when you've got 50 families, there's maybe for one or two starting to think this is not a good idea there's there's so much peer pressure to mm. keep yeah. things moving and yet for a smaller group it could be two or three of you going well now we outnumber the people thinking this yeah. is a good idea so I sort of think my parents had more of an opportunity to yeah. leave um, I think they probably started thinking about it around yeah. you know a few years and then it took them time and money to get well, back yeah, from it would Hungary do. it would be I mean, you know, it's, it's um, there, there are I've seen documentaries before where people actually rescue people involved in mm. cults and it it is difficult because yeah. i mean that even deprogramming them from from wh- what their extant belief system is and, and often i think when you join well from what i've seen on documentaries mm. and stuff you join these cults they break you down and and kind of build you back up again so you become uh, you're essentially a different person where you are and yeah and it's a massive big and chunk then, out and of then let's say you know like my parents maybe 20 years of your life do you then, then just say well i wasted it yeah i i wasted my life and your life and all and of i'm our sorry i fucked lives. you all up yeah, you know that's yeah. really that's so yeah i can see difficult. how difficult yeah, it if, would if be there's any me. sort of like conflict i think it, it's with, with, with especially with the older siblings mm. yeah um it's this sort of sense that that they were let down or betrayed by their yeah. parents you know and that's uh yeah, no, I mean, you can really understand that. And there's no good answer to any no. of that. And, and I think your no parents do struggle with kind of being able to just say that was a bad idea. 
Listen, you know, uh, you know uh, when uh, we were told that Nathan needed glasses, Annette and I felt such guilt, and mm. and that was nothing we could do anything about. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I can imagine the guilt that a parent would feel after kind of uh, coming out of a thing like that and going, I don't know if that, you know, I thought we were doing a good thing, but it yeah. looks like that was the worst possible thing you can do. It's I, not, I don't know if I have the sense that they necessarily have guilt over that but definitely they have shame yeah which isn't necessarily yeah. the same thing yeah, i suppose yeah and you know i think they would they, they, they tend to strive to kind of keep it very much on the down low and a secret and not have anyone know about it yeah. you know i so, do i mean i so feel putting like it on a podcast I, is feel a little, <laughs> I feel a little sorry for you susie because you've never known having sex with jesus just wrong and that's <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be a disappointment <laughs> <laughs> Look, I am the Messiah in every way. <laughs> you, you're not coming again, are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm. I, yeah, I. Uh, I think there's anything else interesting, really? To kind of. I, thought, I mean, well, there's. It's, it's t- there, there is. You see, you say it's not interesting, but like for anyone here, I think. Well, I think what's interesting. I think. I mean, I. I I, I'm not. I'm not terribly comfortable talking hmm. about your parents because they're obviously still yes. alive and, yes. and and they've got their own feelings on all of that mm. and they can't. They're not here to answer for any of well, these yeah. things and and not here to explain any of the decisions made or or. We or totally put happened. them on next week if you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone would want that necessarily. But but, I mean, for you, I suppose it was like. I mean, would it be like walking out of the Amazon and suddenly finding? Mm. Is the world more colourful than you thought it was? Is the world different than you thought it was? Is, is, is suddenly there's more movies in the world than mm. you've ever seen before in mm. your life? Is there a whole bunch of kids' movies that you're going, oh shit, did this exist? This <laughs> is amazing. One of the things that struck me that Susie told me about was whenever they first got the internet. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I think you did was you Googled the, the cult. Yeah. After they Oof. left. Right. And there were pictures of the cult leaders on there. Uh-huh. And your parents minds were blown because they'd yeah. never seen them now this wow, wasn't straight yeah. after um it was maybe a few years after okay. we i think we were ready and mm-hmm. we we googled yeah. it you know um yeah i'd never seen none of us had ever seen the cult leader mm-hmm. the, the one who died once he died we were allowed to see his face yeah but the woman who was sort of his mistress who took over yeah and her, karen zerby karen zerby yeah who took over i didn't know her name was karen zerby until okay. we looked it up on the internet and we found out her name's karen and we were like, what? Do you know, like, because I knew her as Mama, uh-huh. Mama Maria. Yeah. Her name's Karen. You know, like, yeah. so, and then here's so a picture of her. and it was humanized someone that you thought of as a, a semi-daddy, but, I suppose. But, yeah. but it, was more, it was more the notion that, Everyone as far as they were known. concerned, yeah. this was, like, secret information. Yeah. That we and weren't then, allowed and then, to know. And then yeah. apparently it's just all the internet. Yeah. And there is... It's not secret. There's a world of opinion and <coughs> stuff about their lives yeah. on the internet mm. that they just were not aware yeah, of. Yeah, we were party to. We were allowed to watch documentaries about the, the cult, but they tended to be older ones. And it was after, kind of like... This is after the fact or no, after like even? No, like before or? even when we were in it. Okay. We were allowed... So we were allowed to watch some, but it was more to be like, see how they're talking about us. All oh, right, yeah. You know, it was that see kind of... See what the systemites think about us and is not nothing like what you're experiencing. Exactly. Yeah. And then, then there would also be like, I remember as a kid watching a Waco <laughs> documentary oh. and kind of look how, this is how it can all end. Yeah. You know, if you're not careful. And it, and you're saying it all started when the cult leader started drinking Huel. <laughs> 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 Huel goes I'm in, sorry, Huel comes out. <laughs> Don't apologize. You have nothing to apologize for. This is this is this is all to me, PJ's this is very doing. interesting. This is all relatable content. <laughs> <laughs> it's very unrelatable content. Well, I mean, God, no. I I think I think it is. I think it's 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 fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm 
so glad for you as a person to be not in yeah. in that. I'm so gl- happy for you as a person that it didn't affect or impact on your life that much. I mean, who knows what terrible psychological damage it's done to you. I'm still working on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, like to, I like to think that people can't tell. Yeah, no, well, I've never, yeah. I've never been able to tell. Although, yeah. I mean, the the way you walk around uh, Ron there is as the <laughs> no, 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 God's gift. <laughs> God's gift. That's 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 always had me f- fascinated. Um, how you could look at Ron and think that's a catch? That's always made me wonder. <laughs> I mean, I suppose the only the only real giveaway is if people started talking to you about stuff that. You don't from, understand. From it's like, okay. Well, yeah. but apparently PJ doesn't know music from before 1981, so, it's, so you know, yeah. okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, there's de- people have gaps yeah. in their head about stuff, you know, when they're... But also, I can, I can usually talk that out, I'm just like, I wasn't in the country yeah. at that time. Well, people quite often think you're not, they know you're not from here anyway. Well, yes, yeah, the accent. Yeah. yeah. What is your accent? It's just a weird family accent from okay. from, from the never going to school. Yeah, okay. I still have that. You know, yeah. like you know, if, if you grew up around a bunch of people who aren't necessarily all from the same yeah. area, and you get this, you were was it, was a lot of Amer- American military bases and yeah. stuff that were involved mm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the, she was part of a musical group. I kind of was. Yeah, was that is that part of the cult? Yeah, we just we just went around. Singing and dancing. I don't know. It's just weird. It's like a really shit Von Trapp family thing. Yeah. <laughs> so like, because there were so many of us, they were the Nazis. Nearly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. You know, it, it, it mm. is kind of my life to start to see a video of this. Apparently, there's there, one. there was there is recording. There was recordings. Mm-hmm. Like the the military, the American military would go and dance for them at the. Really. Not in a weird, sexy way. No, no, no. But I'm like, not, not that they, age. You but no. Um. I mean, there were that sort of thing going on but not for us you know, yeah. they, they would so. sing you know like religious songs and dance and they sing on the back and track and like and Christmas and, and, and Christmas tunes and, stuff. and then like all the American soldiers would start crying because they I think see they some were, American it kids was, dancing be, and singing no, but like it'd and they're be, far from home it'd be like Christmas day and yeah. they'd be stationed in yeah. in somewhere and then some get kids get them while they're weak some Susie. kids would be <laughs> Do, singing Christmas songs and they'd yeah. all be they'd all be yeah. weeping thinking of their own kids yeah, you know so you know that's how we got them you know and that group yeah. still exists then is that, it is does it? Yeah. yeah they just keep changing their name I think they're the family international uh-huh. now instead of the family it's not very yeah so if you're interested in joining the family international <laughs> we'll put some links to their website go to um, www.huel.com um, <laughs> you know, well, let's see we'll, we'll have a we'll have a little subsection in the show notes of here is all the weird stuff if you want to learn about Children of God slash the family. And here's, you know, yeah. we'll have a whole bunch of links there. I'll get, I'll get Susie to cure it if you think. That was quite the revelation, I have to say. I mean, I wish I was They a were smarter. big into revelations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was, was there a lot of Bible studies or was the Bible yeah. not a book that was considered? I no, mean, no, it was. Yeah. Susie yeah. grew up knowing our Bible very well. Oh, yeah, right, okay. yeah. Um, but which interpret, which version of the Bible? Uh, Sexy Bible. Sexy <laughs> Bible. <laughs> I mean, I was really confused pretty like it wasn't i was quite old when i realized that everyone else doesn't think of the holy spirit as a sexy naked woman (laughs) (laughs) speak for yourself when you say that i mean like that was that's that's certainly what i'm going into church thinking the next time i'm in though um Mm. so the holy spirit's a sexy naked woman that's how she was always drawn in those comics wow okay i suppose yeah i suppose in that and then for beat spider-man yeah (laughs) that's um yeah, that's that's quite the yeah, that's quite stunning. Um, have you got the question, Scott? Have you any? No. You've sat there silently, feeling guilty about Huel. Either feeling guilty about Huel, or thinking to yourself, "Yeah, I'm not really pushing this far enough yet." You know. <laughs> <laughs> 
get into some ideas. How can I do this? How can I? I can, what yeah. can I? How can I expand my Huel Empire further? <laughs> <laughs> um, and what what do you think is what's the hardest thing day to day to deal with in the real world that maybe was something that you've never had to cope with before? Because I mean, but I suppose it's been years it's now, so isn't it? So long, yeah, yeah. So it's I mean, I suppose um, just coming into education was probably. The, I think the that was hard. other kids that weren't involved in the cult. That, yeah, that, I think that, so. And knowing that you had a secret. That you okay. mustn't talk about. Yeah, but I think know? also for you growing up after a post-cult, mm-hmm. I think the notion that you got to make decisions was very difficult. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I think that's probably... Making choices, choices and having still struggle with that. You yes. Know. Uh, you know, I don't know how much of like... Like, obviously I have anxiety. How much of like you a lot of is you and how much yeah. of you is what's been given to you by the and group? I've, and, you know, I've talked about it in therapy. And, yeah. you know, usually what they say is to You know to people are going to listen to this. I I'm know, just, I know, I know, I know. But, like, I'm fine with that. I know, okay, okay. like, people should go to therapy. It's yeah. actually really... People definitely should go to therapy. No, it's actually... 100%. It's, when you say people, you mean me, but let's move well. on. No, but, like, everyone, like, if you're, if you're sort of thinking, should I do this? Yeah. Uh, if you can, um, yeah. like, I know... Sometimes people can't because of money, but if yeah. you can, it's actually really helpful. And the best thing to do is to not delve back into your past. Yeah. But like that stuff doesn't really matter. Like, yeah. who cares if I'm anxious because of the cult? I'm anxious. You're anxious. Yeah. Yeah. How, are gonna, how are we going to move on? You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, how do you how do you deal with that moving yeah. forward rather than looking backwards? Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know how much of my personality is. Yeah, nobody r- nobody knows that about themselves Although anyway. You, really, you said at the time that uh, an awful lot of analysts and therapists they want to seize on that. Like, brilliant! Yeah, yeah, yeah of, course they do. of course yeah. they do. Yeah, you go. I I was born in a cult, and they go, "Oh, juicy! This is gonna be my next right, case okay. study." My work and here then, is done. Yeah. <laughs> and then you tell them I wasn't diddled, and they're like, "Oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I wasn't diddled." <laughs> You know, you, you, That's you the get, proper you, psychological term for it too. <laughs> you definitely get the sense that they're like, oh. Right. Yeah, that's a bit disappointing. Well, they were, oh, they were no, ready no, for no, an excitement. No, no, there's no easy answers to go to. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. That just means you're just a normal human being with normal <laughs> human problems. Yeah, we just had a, a uh, strange childhood. This isn't unrelated. It was sort of unrelated to this, but my um, when I was about 11 or 12 or something, we were playing around where where there's a big Dunn stores now, but there used to be a car park around there. I walked in on a guy masturbating <laughs> and, and and he had a dirty mag out and he was wanking and he just looked at me and I just looked at him and he just kept going. <laughs> so I left. I left. <laughs> I've never really told anyone that story, but it's, it's a thing that's not always thinking about it, but sometimes I think that was a weird moment for me <laughs> at a young age. <laughs> And you don't know how much of your life is dictated by that one moment or or not. Uh, you do uh, find yourself strangely drawn to Duns once a week. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go into Duns without an erection, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> um, so not not always mine either. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh lordy. Uh, I mean, it's it's it feels flipping to go towards a pick of the week after all of this. I think let's do pick of the week, um, Susie. You don't have to have a pick of the week no. if you haven't got one. But you know, is there think, any particularly think, good chick track you can, that you can recommend? If you can think of one before we get round, I mean, just you, you can you can recommend <coughs> your game. What game? Which one? What, the one you've been playing? Not Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. The other have one. you been re- playing Red Dead I Redemption? Have, yeah. Is it good? It is really good. Is it nice? <sighs> but yeah, I have What's this other. Matter? I have this other game, but I can't What's stop playing. And I've now. I've game? actually just hit three hundred hours. What is the it? other game? Tell it's, us. It's Tell called us. The Long Dark, and it's like a wee indie game. Uh-huh. Um, the Long Dark. It sounds so long. awesome. It's it's like 
Do you you should be in here for games because we never talk about games because we're not really games players. Mm. Apart from that one moment when we were all interested in Spider Man, yeah, like when we were all interested in the B and M Batman stuff. Uh, <laughs> there's these little instances that suddenly grab us or grab our attention and we're like going oh this is the greatest thing ever I'm no longer interested in that now <laughs> there was a split second like for I'd say about four days about three weeks ago when I was like I'm getting a PS4 and I'm getting Spider-Man, <laughs> Spider-Man. And, and I'm getting Red Dead Redemption because everyone in work talks about yeah. it that's just like everyone in work is mad for those two games I was yeah. like right, fuck this I'm getting it and then I just hit the crest yeah. I went over and I was like oh thank god thank god yeah, oh thank my god. god and I actually did look into renting a playstation I was like there's <laughs> gotta be somewhere that I can rent a playstation vision, surely <laughs> I can rent a playstation for like two months with those games and then give it back because that's I don't want the playstation is, is Red Dead Redemption good? it is really good but again it, it, it takes quite a lot of time like to go is through a quest to do anything or, so you need to invest time into it mm. which uh. can be like so you really want to set aside like 40 minutes to an hour each I time to, you want to sit to down do and play. Something? Yeah, right, so it's not yeah. a quick, casual, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's not... yeah, tell us more about uh, Long Dark. Yeah, Long Dark sounds more so interesting. It, yeah, so it's this like wee indie game. It's like a, a survival mm-hmm. type game, um, but you're surviving against the elements. Most Ooh. of these games tend to be zombies. zombies. There yeah. are no zombies. It's there are no built people. on the Daisy engine, though, isn't it? Um, no, no, it's not. It's not? No, it's okay. Unity. But um, no, I so this didn't one... understand that exchange. Did you? No, no, no I didn't. that one's for the gamers. <laughs> yeah, that one's. Yeah, that one's for you gamers out there. <laughs> but no, so it's so it's all basically set. Well, there's different. There's there's like a a story mode, but yeah. most people don't ignore that at the moment because it's not quite finished. It's, yeah, it's the survival. So like mode. a lot of indie games is sort of released out of beta. They, and they are they are updating it though, yeah. so that's well, what's good. What's the format of the game? It's first person, isn't it? it? Yeah, yeah. So it's first person. Um, the, the is basically it realistic the, looking, or is it kind of no? It's sticky kind of figures kind of thing, or it's it's beautiful. Bit. It's beautiful, yeah. but it's very sort of abstract. Abstract sort of okay. art. It's sort of done sort of an RT kind of its own okay. RT style. But what I like is that basically you play as someone who's crashed their plane into the sort of the wilds of Canada. Okay. So the snowy sort of you know you've crashed and all you have on you is like some matches, mm-hmm. the clothes you have on you. And off and you this g- leg off, off the pilot. Off you go and survive. Okay. And um, what can I play it on? Um Mac uh PC, I think it's now released on the Xbox and PS4 and stuff okay. like that as well. He needs an iPad. I need an iPad Pro action. I don't think it's released on that. Please tell me something I buy on the iPad Pro. Really like you can play it and it can be very really sort of relaxing because there's like howling wind noises and rustling Sexy trees ASMR. Susie plays at the other end of the sofa for me whenever I'm watching TV sometimes and all I hear is but that's that's the <laughs> <laughs> and it's just me relaxing like making my wee fire you know and <laughs> then I hear know? a crackling fire and <laughs> you know and I love the- all these games that are basically like shit you can do but you wouldn't <laughs> walking simulators. Yeah, well, yeah, it kind of is like that. And then occasionally, like a wolf comes, and you know you scare it off with some rocks or something. Piss it off, you wolf! And, like it sounds like quite boring. Like there's yeah. no zombies. There's not. There's no people. There's no other people. It's but just very like, in the moment, mindful. Have you died? Mindfulness. Oh, so many times, like a bear came. She died earlier on today, and I think it was yesterday. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, I just died. And like it's permadeath. So like oh you've got to start again yeah like you obviously you can or you save die your, and you're really really cool you save your game but once then you know if you die you can't go back to the start you kind of have to go back to your previous save game okay I think. Yeah. so it's not really permadeath no I'm 
thinking Forget oh yeah okay, yeah because i was trying to i was trying to figure that out in yeah my head. Okay. no 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 so it's not like hardcore minecrafty no where you were where once you're dead that's once it. you're dead no. you're dead and you'll never get that world back ever again no but you kind you of that that's is that how minecraft works no no that's one there's uh, you can All play right, okay. you can play like super hard level where you know things come and can kill you and if they kill you 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 lose the world mm. the entire world is gone so it's like oh you're fucked but it's not like you know let's say in spider-man where if you die you just kind of get yeah. reset back yeah. that's why i, I the only thing i like about well one of the things i liked about spider-man is like it doesn't matter how many times i died i could still come back but after like the 90th death trying to beat some bloke is like i'm done with this game <laughs> <laughs> forget it i i've 100 completed it oh you nerd I, I fancy I'd Red Dead Redemption is the next thing I really fancy because mm. I, I kind of like the the idea of Red Dead where you just cowboy around. Got just Red cowboy Dead around. And he went up to pet a dog mm-hmm. and accidentally shot it. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, it's and, to me. But then th- what he w- that he followed then was mm. a spiral of events that all led back to when he shot that dog. Oh, right. Oh, and wow. he was like, I have to... I Here have comes to- the dog shooter. <laughs> <laughs> so he had to go back, and he lost. He lost the time that he played from when he shot the dog, and he had to go back to a save game two hours before. Could he not have just like just ignored that and just kept going anyway? No, but like it... no, people were looking for him. <laughs> Absolutely, like <laughs> wow. It's yeah, like it's not. And then the, the, how do you get yourself out of a situation I, like that? You go back to previous save game. You just have to go. Well, but this, like in real life, day, you got to like pay off your bounty. Yeah, exactly. You know, like okay. dog killer, you it's, it's very like real life. In real life, if you went down, you know. You almost wrote and shot a dog. People would not get off your back oh, yeah. about that. <laughs> People would be tweeting you. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's, I saw a really funny video online about a guy who was just riding up alongside a guy who was shoeing a horse. <laughs> and he says, Howdy. And the guy looks up and says, Good day. And the horse kicked him in the head and killed him. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I saw a clip of someone, uh, they're riding on a horse, and this woman goes up and she goes, Help me, something terrible has happened. And then a deer bolts out of the, <laughs> the blue, knocks her over, and kills her. <laughs> and runs off. And he's like, going, Huh? <laughs> it, it is an astonishing technical achievement, that game. And I, I've been watching Susie play it, I mean, and it's just as entertaining to watch. It's all right. It's, all right. You know, I, I, but, I love Westerns. But you're complaining about the lack of HDR. <laughs> See? So there's See, always she something. Gets me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean. It, it, so you don't have a pro? Oh, you know she does. She has a, she has an Xbox One X, which is supposed to be the best machine to play it on. Okay, but and um, they have not they have not properly um, set the the HDR up on it. And is that a re- is that a an, that's a problem? With epic the, game thing. It's epic problem games, isn't game. it? It's a problem with the game across the board on, on both platforms. Okay, so it's not an Xbox problem. No. Okay. Um. So whenever you turn, you can turn on HDR on the game, but the range is just moving the brightness control up and down. You're not actually increasing the range. So you're, yeah, okay. You're you're upping the brightness or lowering yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, it I mean, to me, Susie, I'll yeah. be honest with you. I think listeners are going to find far more to relate to in the cult stuff than the HDR <laughs> settings of Red Dead Redemption. People who, people, but it's the fact that we can cover both of those bases <laughs> is, is what makes this podcast. The so only great. people who say that are people who haven't seen HDR versus SDR. <laughs> ha- having having now seen like how good <clears throat> Spider Man looks in HDR. <clears throat> uh, like all games should have that, you know. Mm. Once Everything I, should be in HDR. Once Everything. I, once I got the OLED TV and turned that on, it it was like 
having my eyes kind of like squeegeed clean. Maybe and then that's you literally why, went to have your eyes yeah. squeegeed clean. And one, one of your eyes popped out. And went, I, this is so great. <laughs> Pops out. So uh, I don't know if they can fix the Red Dead one in a, in a patch. A patch up, yeah. Hopefully they do. I think it would be a fairly huge and substantial. I mean, the game installing the game itself was a huge and substantial undertaking. Mm. Was mm. it about 110 gigabytes it or was something? Like two, Good Lord. I, had to put two, I haven't had to put in two DVDs for a long time. Like, you know, two discs, two discs, yeah. yeah. And wow. sort of had to load all of that onto the onto the hard drive before you can play. It took a long time. Jeez, wow. mm-hmm. hey, pick of a week, Scott. Sure, yeah. Well, do you want to share it with the class, or <laughs> you want to keep it to yourself? Um, if you want to hear Scott's pick of the week, just ask him on Twitter. What is that we were, that was kind of abrupt, but. I don't know if we'd but, finish talking well, about all the games. I think we'd finish. T- I mean, I think when you've started talking about the HDR settings of a game, I think that maybe is the end of the gaming segment. No. <laughs> Go on. Have you got more to say on the game front there? No, I, I just think it's it's a. It looks like an excellent game. You can really lose yourself in. Yeah, there you it's go. the biggest game I've ever seen. This it, is this is the Red but, Dead Redemption. But yeah. Red Dead Redemption isn't Susie's pick, is it? Susie, your no, pick no, is no. My my pick is the Long Dark. The but Long she has Dark. played an awful lot of the Long okay. Dark. I played three hundred hours. Wow! Over Halloween, you played every night because there was some sort of like Halloween achievement to win or something. There was wasn't a special there? achievement. They had four days of night, and it was just nighttime for. I'm hoping okay. the whole time that um, on the iPad, like they'll start releasing stuff that you can play because. I seen it the, sounds I like wanted a perfect to play game Fortnite. for an iPad. I wanted to play Fortnite, but Fortnite on the iPad blows because you have to use the touchscreen controls mm. on it. And they they don't offer support for any of the adapted, what do they call them? Oh, the, external gamepad types? The clamp titans? external. Yeah. The ones that clamp on. So I'm hoping that the, I'm hoping that the Wi-Fi ones mm. or the Bluetooth oh, okay. ones, well, maybe not for Fortnite because they're, they're not going to do it. Um, but we'll do you want to borrow my controller and test it? Uh, I don't have the iPad yet. Okay, it's not going to be here until the end of the month. You do. Have you already iPad. have an iPad, though. You can test it on that one. Uh, no, but no, it doesn't work. I know it doesn't work on Fortnite oh, with that controller. Uh, no, with any controller, it doesn't okay. support external. Okay. It, uh, yeah, they haven't a, coded it for. They haven't coded yeah. it for the external okay. controlling thing. Right. Is that the end of the gaming segment? Sure. Yeah. Why okay, not? Then. Have you got a pick of the week? I do week, have a pick Scott? of the week. Do you want to share it with us? Yes, my pick of the week Fuck is. Sake, is like getting a tooth out? No. <laughs> You're making it difficult. You're making it difficult. You're making it difficult. You're Fuck like a, you. You're like a dentist that goes in with his bare hands. Um, my pick of the you're week You're like a man with no fucking teeth. Go season on. 13, but specifically the season oh, finale of uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay, which I've seen. Yes, which you have You've seen. seen. Have I you seen it, Susie? I've read. I've read it. I've read um, it. It's always, I came to It's Always Sunny. It's Always Sunny. Excruciatingly Mac late. Finds his pride, if I recall. Max, but Mac finds his pride is the yeah. episode. But I came horrendously late. I have watched all thirteen seasons. <clears throat> Actually, I tell a lie. I didn't watch uh, seasons three and four for reasons that I'll explain in a minute. Um, oh, good. Uh- <laughs> so I watched seasons five to thirteen in the space of I would say a month. Okay. It's not a good idea. It's not a good idea for that show because you really come out of it feeling like humanity's grotty and <laughs> you know your your notion of what people are like is really yeah kind of in the toilet a bit i know it's just them i know it's, it's just, just them the but but you sort of when you see when you see them yeah, they're the only the lot. only human beings you talk you see are on that tv yeah. screen and then you come out and then you see another human and you think oh, ugh, ugh, trash person god yeah um look at him and his canary legs but the, the, the show has tried consistently from about season eight or nine to really 
pushed the boundaries of what it's capable of mm. and what they can get away with. Not what they can get away with, but not just in terms of what they can gross do out the format. comedy, but what they can do with the format and what they can do mm. as artists, specifically Rob McElhenney. And what he does in this final episode is heartbreaking and moving and just one of the best things I've seen on TV this year. It's phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, I've only watched the finale because uh, I read about it and thought that sounded interesting. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched the show for maybe four or five years. Okay. Because I kind of got a bit tired of, of what I felt was like a, a one-note yeah. show, you know. Uh, but yeah, I watched that episode and yeah, it was incredibly moving. And so you kind of missed the, the period that I was talking about saying that they've been trying to push yeah, the have, boundaries yeah. of, of what they could do. Um, well, I would also recommend the um, Time's Up for the Gang, which is from season 13, where okay. they all have to go to sexual harassment training. Um, See, that just sounds like a standard as always in Philadelphia. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it, no, it's it's phenomenal. It's terrific. I loved it. Uh, do you want to say what happened in the episode? Um, I don't know if it's a, if it's spoiler. If it's a spoiler or not? Yeah, I guess because I knew what I was going to see going in. And yeah, I still yeah. There it. and there has been a lot of internet talking where. We're going to be probably two or three weeks out by the time this comes out. So, um, well, for seasons one to twelve are on Netflix. Season yes. thirteen isn't. Isn't on Netflix. Only available. No. On... I think it's on like Now TV, maybe. Oh, is it? Um, okay. I think so because oh, it's, okay. it's a Fox show. It's an FXX yeah. show. Okay. Um. So for seasons and seasons, years and years now, Mac has been struggling with his sexuality, and he finally. It's always it's always difficult when that show gets into that area because sometimes it's quite crass and, and we're all straight men so I don't you know I mean they it's are, very hard to watch it and but think, they've had a lot is of this sensitive from, like, or is this not stuff, yeah. you know I mean they, yeah. they've had a lot of sort of like kudos from lesbian and gay organisations yeah. because of how the, the episode, how the episode where Mac where Mac kind of eventually comes out is instigated when um, what do you call him Danny DeVito's character calls him a faggot yes uh, and yeah. uh, forgive me for saying that. I don't know if I should be saying the end I think it's okay, that's okay. fine okay. No, no but I think but, I think but it's, he, I think he doesn't, it's fine he, to he say shouts that word out in yes. order to save him save from, being, save hit by from a piano. being hit and then as the show kind of goes on there's a point where he goes that's that's what I uh, you know I am gay and that's that's uh, and and he's obviously a character who's no, very re- conflicted yes. with that, uh, and uh, because it, it bounces but I feel like it's important to point out there that he do- that he doesn't accept that he is a faggot. That's not the, the, the yeah the, no he's, no he's he, not, com- he's he comes going, out yeah. in order. Basically, he comes out in order to be a bad person. He comes out to screw the the rest of the gang yeah. out of a lottery win, yeah. and then decides once he's out. Actually, do you know what? I'm I'm, I'm, I'm not staying, going back yeah. in. I'm staying out. Yeah. Um, but it's as much about him coming out to himself because he yes. always seems like a character who's who's in denial of who he yes. is. And that's always been sort of interesting to watch. But but also, you know, again, do the gay community see? You know, are they? Is is it sensitive portrayal or is it an insensitive portrayal? Well, I mean, it's hard appa- to... apparently the lack of sensitivity has been what what they've liked. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, they like the sort of the what, what would the word for it. The more bare face honesty about yeah, it than, yeah. than, than trying to dance uh, around and make it into like, you know, what would you say? Ironically, dancing around it is what you're well, going to praise well, him for. Well, now, yeah, yeah. I mean, so ra- <laughs> rather than him being treated as some sort of like special, special yeah, uh, angel, ra- ra- special angel rainbow character, yeah. you know, he's he's treated it's, as the same character just, as he always just has as been. shitty you know? as yeah. everyone else, but yes. yeah. happens to be gay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. exactly. So, it, so yes, and he decides then. Uh, they basically want to use him in their pride float yeah. um, to try and get the uh, the pink pound into mm-hmm. the bar. Um, but he decides that he has to come out to his 
dad and he says he's been talking thinking for weeks about his how dad, to do a this. a character who who is not very pleasant no, the best dad, of times. His dad's like the worst of all of them. Yeah. Um, so he has said that he had been coming up with an idea of how to come out to his dad and it was a, a dance that he wanted to mm-hmm. do and Frank, with all of his infinite money, gets him into the prison where his dad is currently housed and mm-hmm. and he dances for him. Um, and uh, It's more about Mac and Frank's relationship than it is about yeah, Mac's relationship right, yeah. with his dad. Yeah. Um, because Frank says you're the one I've never got. I've yeah. never, I've never fully understood you. The other two, well, the other three are potentially either are my kids or have been my kids at some other stage. Or yeah, um, so you're the one that I never really got. Yeah, yeah, and it's just, it's beautiful. It really oh, okay. is. Well, the way right. the dance sequence is shot doesn't look like anything else that they've ever done. It doesn't yeah. look like anything else that You've I can't think of another, like especially a sitcom. Has has shot. Yeah, I can't, it, I can't it goes think of to very, anything. Very high end music video type production value. Yeah, and then it's a it's a really really beautifully choreographed sort of four or five minute dance sequence in the yeah. middle of this, you know. And it's score. It's the this track that they dance over is a, a Sigur Ross track, um, which is beautiful in itself. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's the whole thing's carried off with a great amount of sensitivity and and. Uh, and emotion and it's, it's play, it plays really really well and it's, get, it's getting lots of kudos so it's, yeah. uh, it'll probably win an Emmy or two yeah if Danny DeVito and, and Rob McElhenney don't get an Emmy for it and I think Rob McElhenney and Charlie Day wrote the episode yeah um, yeah there's there's got to be some some gold in there for them it's interesting to me like dance is a funny thing I've never I've always wondered does it work in film and it always seems to but you kind of think um you know, it's not a thing you stop and watch in the middle of another program. No, you, it's but but there were a lot of musicals like that. There were a lot of early, you know, 50s, 60s musicals that I, had full on dance sequences that were kind of part and parcel of. I don't know of if what I'm kind were. of if I'm sensitive to it or or what, but it's it's my favorite part. I've, I, I, we've talked about this before. The OA, there mm-hmm. is a an interpretive dance element to the series the away mm-hmm. and it's quite a big through thread and it comes to a head in the very last episode and it emotionally destroyed me okay. it's like you know i don't know if have yeah, you I, ever seen dance on stage have you ever gone to see dance on stage have you ever gone to see a ballet or a dance not or? not something that is primarily dance not something that that is the the medium that i'm going to see well, something I've, I've gone to see like experimental dance stuff as part of belfast festivals over okay. the years um, and so very much the sort of thing that was in was in it's yeah. sunny, you know. Yeah. Where quite often there isn't even any music. Yeah. You know, they're just dancing to yeah. their own. It's interesting because you really have to give of yourself as an audience member to, to yeah to buy so, yeah. into it. You really have to buy into that. There's no. There's yeah, no well, like, kind I knew of, there's I no sitting it back. Wasn't a surprise. No, no. But <laughs> yeah. what I mean is, there's no sitting back and letting the thing happen and then reacting to it. There is a kind of sitting forward and going. What is you know? Yeah, the, I mean, uh, you know, if you're if asking the audience to meet you halfway. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I I've always liked dance. You yeah. Know? Um, Susie's kind of you know a great dancer. Had a had a <laughs> Susie got a great interest in ballet and stuff like that. So, okay. You know, you know we we watch the odd ballet thing on. I TV have I've never yeah. seen a ballet although Annette's wanted to go a couple of times and, and so you've made sure she didn't get to get her wish. <laughs> yeah. No, I, well, I. But I didn't want to see it, so we didn't go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like a, you know. As, as far as attainable presence goes, you can totally do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I mean, it's, oh, it was one of those things that just hasn't happened. But, um, it's we all have the way down the Oro Road, love. It's all the way down the Oro And it actually was profoundly moving in a, yeah. in a way that I was surprised by. Um, so, yeah, I should go and see dance. 
Anyway, I have a pick of the week. Okay, um, shoot. I, I have actually. There was a couple of things I was kind of thinking. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mention a comedy because you've already done done a comedy. Uh, but one thing I did watch. I am not a great fan of Adam Sandler. I'm not massively. You can pick an Adam Sandler film. No. Uh, yes. <laughs> I am. I'm going to pick Adam Sandler's stand-up that he did. Oh, is it good? Adam Sandler, 100% fresh. It's interesting because Adam Sandler, it's almost entirely made up of little tiny songs, little comedy songs. And I, I have a real soft spot for little comedy song stuff. I think I don't know why, but I really like... Oddly, I'm less interested in it now than I was yeah, whenever you well, that, started I mean, talking about it. I was, I was talking to somebody else, and they, I was, uh, Andy, um, Andrew, the, my personal trainer, because oh, yeah. um, uh, we were talking about uh, musical stuff. He said, can't stand it, don't like any kind of musical stuff. So, I, I mean, I love Victoria Wood, and, and part of the stuff I love most about Victoria Wood is when she does those little musical numbers that are that are just great. Um, but it's... There's there's a thing right at the end of it. Or, or there's two songs. So there's all these little silly songs all the way through it. And it's shot over a couple of different shows that he's done. Um, but it's the same material. And then there's a sequence of where he, he goes to uh, the subway and sings another little silly song. And... Um, Nobody knows who he is, and they're all busy walking around ignoring him. It's quite funny because because he's he's given it a full on proper welly, and everyone's just going fuck's sake and walking <laughs> past him. It's kind of brave to yeah. to show that. Uh, but he also does a song. He does two songs. One is about Chris Farley, who was one of the comedians yes, in SNL. I've heard um, about this, and it's very moving. Yeah. It's very kind of you're sort of watching it going, "This is really quite affecting," and and. Um, I mean, before it, I think, in a terribly misjudged mistake, he does a song with, um, oh, God, what's his name? He was in the Judge Dredd, um, Sylvester Stallone movie. Um, I can't abide him at all. uh, Schneider? Rob Rob Schneider. Schneider. Yeah, I just can't abide (laughs) him. He does a song with Rob Schneider, which is so the the worst kind of Adam Sandler-esque humor that I just don't get along with at all. And up until then, everything has been very sweet or very funny or just short enough to be, you know, kind bearable. of bearable or, or amusing. Uh, and then he does this thing with him and it's like, oh, this is just ugh, not nice. And then he does this uh, Chris Farley song that's just really quite lovely. And, and I kind of came away thinking, that's really weird. I don't know how, I, I mean, I don't, I, most Adam Sandler films I just don't like. I yeah. just it's, I find his well, the, humour too crude and too that's the thing too that, kind of um, teenage boy to Mark Kermode has a thing enjoy. that he says about Adam Sandler, which is that once you've once you can see him in something like Punch Drunk uh, Punch yeah. Drunk Love, yeah. it uh, makes everything else that he does all that more unforgivable. Yeah. Because you know yeah. what he's capable of. Yeah. I I'd um, say so. I think I think there's a there's a lot of there might be to me. Garth is a bit similar. There's a kind of, there's <laughs> Jesus. a no, no. There's there's a sort of there's a crudity in some of the humor, which sometimes you 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 look at and you think this is just too crude, and then there's a kind of genuine warmth for humanity that that is also there. Yeah, and it's almost like these two things are linked somehow, or, or you know that that Garth and I think Adam Sandler have in in the material they yeah. produce. That that I know, you know what you, I know exactly what you, you mean, mean about the Garth thing. Every now and again, you'll read something <clears> and they just go. Ugh, it's like it's like the worst of schoolboy yeah, humor, yeah. and it doesn't feel like there's any art in it at yeah, all, yeah. or 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 or. It's I don't want to say talent or skill. It it feels crude for crude sake, yeah, as opposed for yeah. to for for comedy or yeah. drama or or dramatic effect. Um, 
and then adaptation and then, of the boys coming later on this year. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And then sometimes you'll get something very beautiful and moving, and and yeah. you kind of think, how many people can do that? That's why I read. That's why I'm reading this, or that's why I'm watching yeah, this. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's 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 a pick of the week for okay. me. Um, okay. Well, so that's our show. No, we're not. Hang on. I, Ron pick, has a pick of the week. week. Oh, did you not do? Oh, I thought. Right. Sorry. Go ahead, Ron. I thought you thought me. You talk, me I'm sorry. Susie, I, pick I, of the week. I'm sorry. I mean, you talked so much about Red Dead Redemption that was not Susie's pick. I just assumed that's what you were going well, with. Well, I will very quickly do my pick. Uh, okay. it's, it's for something I haven't finished yet. So, Oh, no, take your time. I mean, um, well, it's, you know, so it's the it's, audience you're hurting. So be- be- bearing in mind that I haven't finished it yet, but the Beastie, Boy, Beastie Boys book arrived the day. Uh, that your eyesight went? That my eyesight went. So um, I had a quick flick through it um, and realized that I couldn't read it. <laughs> so then I quickly used an audible credit to get the audiobook version of it. Uh-huh. Uh, and so I did the same thing. And Scott did the same thing. Uh, so I've been, I'm about maybe, I don't know, four hours. Yo, yo, this. yo, this is the Beastie Boys book. Yo! Is it like that? Yeah, it's exactly like that. <laughs> yeah. So no, I, I have, I, I do not, have a, a, a point about it because I started listening to it the day that I got it. Okay. Who, is, who reads the first chapter? Uh, that's Adam Horowitz. No, he reads the like the intro yeah. bit. But yeah. who, so who reads the, who's the first person that isn't a Beastie Boy to start reading? To start reading? Um, because Steve Buscemi is, is one of them. No, it's not. No, it's I'm not. Trying to think who, who reads because the the audiobook is read by loads of different. There's people about then? thirty different voices. Oh, right, okay. so well. Amy Poehler, Amy Poehler, sorry, uh, Bobby Cannavale. Um, and do they read it in the comedically tony tone the, voices? Well, they, it's, it's a really it's, interesting in character. It's really voices, interestingly what? written. Um, I suppose autobiography of, of of a group, you know. Hmm. But it's not. It's can more a like group a, have an autobiography? Yeah, well, because they're they're each writing their own thing. Although yeah. towards the end of the book, I think Horowitz mostly takes over because Mike D was too distracted to kind of yeah to okay. finish it. But it's and it's also you know the absence of MCA who passed away sort of in two thousand and twelve. Mm-hmm. It was is is kind of the thing that they're they're dancing around yeah. a lot. Uh, but it's really interesting because it's ra- rather than being a straight sort of uh, you know we did this then we did this then we did this a lot of it's essays about. Sort of the aspects. Feet, the aspects and the feel of being in New York at that time, mm. and what it was like to be young, growing up around that culture, and you know what it was like when hip hip hop came downtown and they heard it for the first time, and then in the middle of it all, like Amy Poehler gives like reviews of every every Beastie Boys music video, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, then you'll have towards the end of the book, Kate Schallenbach, who was a member of the Beastie Boys before when you know she was the drummer. It's. I mean, it sounds start. like the audio book is better than the book book. I, it, it might be, although the book itself is one of these fantastically graphically designed things yeah. where it's, 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 the artifact itself is, is kind of yeah. incredibly they, well put yeah, together. put some thought into it. All. And I would say the best way to experience it is to get both. Yeah, because there's there's a thing of that now where people will buy a book and listen to the audiobook and read it along with the audiobook. Yeah, I mean, Susie's I, nodding. Susie knows about everything. I don't necessarily think I would do that. I think th- the the book is very much a visual thing. There's tons yeah. of photographs. There's a comic in it. There's there's you know there's lots of graffiti and stuff. You know, yeah, that's tied to, tied to them. But the audiobook has so many guests reading their essays yeah. or reading just Snippets. reading like Bobby Cannavale re- reads. Um, one of the one of the essays, as if he is Mike Diamond, you know, and okay. he's just, he's just reading as Mike. So Diamond. they are going yo yo yo, all that stuff. Well, no, they're actually really good writers. You yeah, know? okay. And they they really capture sort of the sights, sounds, and smells yeah. of the New York City. And I'm, the Beastie Boys are a thing that bypassed me altogether. Yeah, at, I mean that's completely that's completely understandable. But I think they're really interesting guys, and they they have they have a huge impact on pop culture. Pop yeah. culture. And at this point, it kind of feels like they're saying, well. 
this is our last thing. Yeah. This is the last thing we're going to do, probably, as the Beastie Boys. I can't see them ever getting together again and doing any music again. Mm. So, When was the last time they did any music together? Uh, they had a Hot Sauce Committee Part 2, which is the, the last album they had. And then a year later, Adam York died. Okay, when was that? 2010 uh, or 11. Yeah. 12. Yeah. He died. Yeah, yeah but he, so the, the album was out... 2011. 2011. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, the Beastie Boys are, are a group that I don't know a massive amount about mm. but i've never heard or seen anything by them that i didn't love yeah it's, but it's just a band that i've never went on a deep dive into like you know i had paul's boutique and license to ill and like all that but i've never like i don't know anything about them so that's yeah. why i was interested to get it but i've just looked up on my audible whoever reads chapter two is just slowly killing me really? it's like <laughs> the f- he, it's a guy i know that he sounds like an older gentleman it's I like think, the, i think it's mike diamond uh, I, must, I must check and go back and have a hold look. Hold on, I'll, I'll play a little bit for you as long as we don't get sued. Well, no, we can't play it on... Well, we could. I don't know. I mean, it's a sad point. If you're, if you're interested in Beastie Boys or if they had any way sort of, you know, if you'd enjoyed their music, I think you'd enjoy the book. If, if you're not really into them, I don't really know that you get an awful lot out of it. Mm. But um, for an awful lot of people my age and around that, they are like one of these just gigantic cultural forces that, you know, mm. that was around from... That Susie missed forwards. altogether. <laughs> I mean, I the first rap album I ever owned was Licensed to Ill. Yeah. And, you know, that that pretty much started my interest in hip-hop, you know. and How, how, how are the Beastie Boys looked upon by the black hip-hop community? Because, uh, I mean, it strikes me that if, if cultural appropriation is a thing that you want to talk about, they culturally appropriated the fuck out of that. And I don't know if that's a, you know... Well, put it like this. They were around almost at the start. Yeah, you know, so whenever they whenever they started putting out records, their crime started early. Yeah, well, <laughs> whenever they put out records, they were around for the, for the I'd say second wave of hip hop artists. Mm. So you around Run DMC and you know people like that who went on to be huge. Yeah, the Beastie Boys started out around the same time as them. Um, I don't think they ever really got accused of cultural appropriation because it they, wasn't a phrase. Well, they were. They, they, they were they were, authentic. were they were as much a part of that scene as anybody else. Yeah, they didn't come in and steal it. You know, yeah. they, they they just got into it. It shaped around them with them but, and entwined. Um, there was a great line in the book um, where I think it's in the chapter that Bobby Cannavale reads. So I can't remember exactly what, but it it says you have no idea what it's like to be in thrall of a culture that completely possesses you, but you cannot possess it. Hmm. You know, it, it'll never be yours. Yeah, but. You, it owns you. you know, yeah. you're so in love with it that because they're all for, like they're all from like the him and Huel, isn't it? It's they're, they're all they're all from wealthy middle class families. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and you know they're they're not kids from Harlem or yeah. or, or yeah. you know, but at the same time they got they got what the music was about. You know, and you know they were on bills with these with all these other you know entirely black acts the whole way yeah. through. You know. There's not that many white rappers that you know have that sort of respect. Eminem does, you know, yeah, and they do. But you know, there's not although that arguably Eminem is closer to the, you know, closer to the the. I suppose, what's the best he's, word? He, the he's, bite he, point. He's closer, yeah. closer to being part of that culture than they could ever be. He, he definitely came up through a much harder times yeah. than they did. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, if part of that culture is about poverty as much as anything else. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. never really. You know, that's one of the interesting things about the Beastie Boys. It wasn't until late, sort of late in their career, middle in the career, where they even bothered having social conscience because, like, the first album was just all these party anthems. Yeah, 
and then afterwards they kind of got more into being just creating these amazing soundscapes mm. and it wasn't until like licensed it sorry until Ill, Ill communication that they even acknowledged that their early stuff had been perhaps politically suspect you yeah know, where they apologized for how they you know spoke about women on the on the records and they yeah kind of tried to use their music to highlight things that they were interested in like adam york's uh free tibet concert concert and, yeah and they started using their platform for something more positive mm. um but yeah i mean you know it sounds like white guilt <laughs> <laughs> well anyway that's my pick is beastie boys book by the beastie boys and that's our show. Susie, thank you very much for coming on and allowing De- derailing us... Derailing your show. Yeah, well, it's, it's been... No, our show's never reeled. I <laughs> know, <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it was interesting. I, I mean, I wish I was better and uh, Scott contributed in some way. Um, to, why, to, do you, to, why do you worry about my con- contributions? Oh, no, I, I don't. To, I worry I about the... your contributions the way I worry about my son's contribution to our income. <laughs> If I contributed as much as you would want me to, I'd just be talking over the top of you. That would be fine. No, it wouldn't. (laughs) It's been a long one. (laughs) We'll see you next week. Bye. the way